When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. So today, I really want to talk to you about who to tell and how to tell them. Ultimately, this is a podcast based on my feelings, my thoughts, and my journey, my path through this whole process. So this is not a how-to. This is a what did he do? So please don't take this as a formed podcast that explains to you how you're supposed to do this. This is more of a how I did it and why I did it type of thing. A lot of people don't want to share uh, if they've had the weight loss surgery or not. Uh, We call that WLS. So a lot of people don't want to share their weight loss surgery journey with everybody. Uh, A lot of people don't want to share it with anybody and that's totally their choice and I completely understand that. I tend to have a very a loving family that is very caring, that can also be described as nosy. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, you know, we're Iranian, so what are you going to do? But there's a lot of different questions that are asked on a regular basis regarding weight, and, and not just from immediate family, from extended family, from friends of family, from neighbors of family. Uh, just saying random things. I, I went to a wedding one time and somebody just asked me, uh, not even asked me, just looked at me and said, hey, you got a little water under your skin, huh? Uh, that's a that's a uh, an idiom we have in Farsi, which is, you know, you've gained some weight. I didn't see, I hadn't seen a friend of mine in two years and I'd gained, you know, probably 20 pounds in that time apart. And he saw me and the first thing he said was, oh my God, you look like the sun. And... You know, he he meant that in the most beautiful way, and I I, I claim that that is, that is the most beautiful way I've ever been called fat in my life. But he meant that in a, in a nice way. He just said it instead of "Oh my God, I miss you so much," or "How have you been?" or "Let's play some music." It was "Oh my God, you're so fat." Still and yet fatter. Like it was almost impressive for him. Uh, that being said, knowing my family and knowing. Uh, my friends as well, who are very supportive and have been there this whole time, uh, some of which even had pulled me aside and had conversations with me saying, hey, we really care about you. We we love you very much. We want you to stick around and we just want you to know that we're here and we will do anything to help you along. And that meant uh, the world to me, you know, to, to know that my friends are in my corner and have my back. Uh, I mean, of course, my wife is my strongest supporter, my my loudest cheerleader. 
uh, my parents, my sister, uh, my cousin, uh, cousins, plural, uh, so many cousins, plural. <laughs> but, you know, to to have this kind of support is, is fantastic throughout all of my weight loss journeys, plural, uh, all the diets I've done, all the, the classes I've taken, every turn. But I felt like this was something that needed to be shared. This was something that I didn't want to hide. I didn't want to wait until I'd lost, let's say, 40 pounds or 50 pounds and then have someone say, what did you do? And then tell them, oh, I ate less and exercised more. It just seemed a little too suspicious. And and I just really am trying not to. I'm really just trying to be as honest as I can be with people. So I made it a point. I made it a point to tell, obviously, my wife was the first to know. I told my sister. I told my parents. I told my cousin, who's a doctor. And I told her dad, my uncle. And so that was it. That was all the people that knew about this surgery up until uh, a week before the surgery. And about a week before the surgery, I decided to tell my friends. I didn't want to tell my family yet because I didn't want it to get so far out of hand that all my uncles and cousins and aunts and everybody else knew. But I did want my friends to know because I wanted them to be able to help me and support me and send me some funny memes and pictures and videos and stuff like that and support and just be there for me. So I reached out to each one of my friends and I, I had a video chat with, with uh, each and every one of them. So we sat down. I had a video chat with every single one of them. We sat down and I told them this weight loss journey has taken about a year from the beginning and now we're here and in a week I'm going to have this surgery. I really could use your help so please send me whatever funny videos and images and memes and gifs and, and, and links that you can and I'd really appreciate it and I appreciate you and I love you guys and thank you so much and they all did. They were all super supportive. Everybody was very friendly and loving and kind and, and you know, of course, we'll be there for you. And they have been. They've been sending me uh, funny videos and checking in occasionally and uh, calling me and uh, texting with me and all this stuff. And it's been wonderful. It's been just like uh, just a wave of love and understanding and compassion. It's been it's been overwhelming. My friends are very special to me and I don't think I could have done this whole thing without them and their support. Uh, that, that really truly meant, uh, everything to me. That being said, uh, then the surgery happened and after the surgery was when I decided that I was going to tell my family. Now I have a relatively large family. I have three uncles on my dad's side with seven cousins and I have two uncles and an aunt on my mom's side and five cousins and of course my grandfather so that's a lot of people to tell uh, I decided I'd, I'd keep it relatively simple for now and uh, because one of my uncles and one of my cousins already knew I would stick to the dad side of the family so the Karazi side of the family um, so then I reached out to my uncles individually and I Asked them, you know, if, if they were ready to sit and have a chat. And um, it was great. You know, <laughs> the one of the funniest things that happened was 
So I, I, you know, texted my uncle in Seattle and I was like, hey, let me know when you and my aunt are ready to sit down and we'll have a video chat. And I texted my uncle in Pedro and I was like, hey, let me know when you and your, uh, my aunts are uh, going to be home um, so we can have a, a video chat. I have some good news I want to share is what I kept telling everyone. I have really good news I want to share with you. Um, and I WhatsApped my uncle in London and I mean the whole London family and <laughs> my uncle in Seattle said, uh, give us a couple minutes. We're on a phone call. My uncle in San Pedro said, just call me when you're off work. And, uh, the next thing I know, my, my phone rings and it's my grandfather. And, uh, we have a joke in our family in that if you ever want to, to get some news to the entirety of the family as fast as possible, you have to do two things. First, you have to tell my grandfather that news. And second, and most importantly, you have to tell him it is a secret. And then it will be spread everywhere. So I thought it was very, (laughs) very apropos that my grandfather called me as soon as I had this secret to share. So he called me and he said, hey, your uncle from San Pedro called and said that you have some great news. And I was wondering what that news was. And I said, Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, I could tell you. So then I told him about the surgery and what they did and all the stuff. And he was very supportive. And he said, lovely things like, uh, I love you, whether you're fat or skinny. um, But I'm happy that you're going to be healthier. And I'm very proud of you. Um, And then basically, that was the the message that was relayed across uh, all my uncles, all my family was just everybody saying, we love you. We're proud of you. We support you. We're here for you. We're happy. We love you skinny or fat, but we're happy that you're going to be healthy. And that's wonderful. Now, again, this is my experience. This is my, uh, my process, my journey. And it's something that I'm very happy that I did. I, I really didn't want to keep anything a secret. I really didn't want to hide anything. And, and I'll tell you something uh, from a selfish point of view, as a Middle Eastern person, when you go to dinner to someone's house or when you just go visit somebody's house, when you start, uh, as soon as you sit down, they start offering you food and drinks. So they're like, would you like tea? Would you like fruit? Would you like cookies? Would you like cake? Would you like rice or sauce or kebab or this or that and they just are constantly trying to feed you and not in a in a malicious way of like you must be hungry because you're so fat but in a very sweet and endearing way of we want you to be comfortable and and we want you to be able to eat here and not leave this house feeling hungry or thirsty in any way and when I was on a special diet and I was visiting my grandparents house uh, it was a very difficult concept to explain to them, but eventually it was it was explained uh, through a couple other people as well as myself that, look, I can only eat these certain things and I can't eat these other things. So I'm going to bring my own food to your house. I'm going to eat my own things and that's it. And that's what it's got to be. I, it can't be anything else. So I really appreciate you asking, but, you know, I feel comfortable here. If I'm really hungry, I'll grab something myself. And th- that was enough to help. So I kind of was hoping selfishly that if I shared this information with my grandfather and my uncles and whoever, that if and when we go to someone's house, then they don't constantly feel the need to say, have this fruit, eat this pie, eat this, you know, rice, have an ex- another spoonful of this. Look, uh, I physically can't. Because I my stomach won't allow me to, so uh, I'm okay. Or right now I can't eat stuff like that. I can only eat stuff like this, and you know that's it. 
So that was actually like a really good transition for me to be able to explain that to my grandfather and to my uncles and my cousins were all very supportive as, as well. Um, and that's it really. That's uh, kind of been the whole journey. It's been uh, very easy for me. Um, I, again, I have very supportive family, very supportive friends. Um, you always have one or two people that are going to say something like, oh, this is a, a bad idea. I don't think this is a good idea because I know one person who said one thing or had this done and it didn't work out for them or they had this complication. Yes, absolutely. There's complications. There's issues. Someone might die. It's always a possibility that something goes wrong. But the ultimate goal here is to make what's so bad good again and I've tried every other way to make this work and this is the only way that I have left in my opinion and it's the only thing that's definitely going to save my life and I I mean literally save my life literally and I don't use that word uh lightly so Anyway, that's really it. Uh, there's there's really not a whole lot. I, I, I definitely think if anyone out there is listening and, and you're contemplating whether to tell your family or not, or not tell your family, I had a friend of mine who had a, a very uh, difficult relationship with his father. And I used to always tell him, like, you should reach out to him. You should talk to him. You should you should keep maintain this this relationship that you have because your your father's a good man. And, and he looked at me one day and he said, Nima you think that I should have this really good relationship with my dad because you think that my dad is like your dad and he's a really good guy, but my dad's a piece of shit. So I don't want to have a relationship with my dad. And that changed the way that I spoke about that from then on because I don't know what other people's families are like. I don't know what other people's friends are like. Maybe you'll tell someone and they'll feel jealous or envious. Maybe you'll tell someone and they'll be vindictive or irritated or they'll they'll write it down somewhere in a little notepad and then they'll use it against you later. Maybe you'll tell your family and they'll say, "Well, you didn't need to do that." Meanwhile, they're the ones that are berating you for having gained so much weight in so little time. I don't know what other families are like. I don't know who your friends are. But if you have good friends and if you have a supportive family, I would, I personally, it worked for me. Let's put it that way. If you have good friends and you have a supportive family, all I will say is that it worked for me. And I'm much happier having told everyone than not. That's it for this episode. Um, I hope. It was uh, helpful and informative in any way. Uh, If not, um, there's always next week. So I will talk to you all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com. 